Hello and welcome to this next episode. This way, Ziggy. <laughs> and as soon as I start it, I have to call Ziggy anyway. So that gives away what I'm doing. I'm standing on my own, just shouting, this way, Ziggy. Just randomly. And here he comes. No, here he is. Oh, got a lot of bit of water here, Ziggy. Can we run over this one? So we're going for a walk in the uh, woods behind the house. It's rather wet and muddy. And Ziggy doesn't want to come across that bit of water. It doesn't like him. He's actually wade in the water. I'm sure he will. If I keep going. Yeah, here he goes. Um, so hello, it's Friday afternoon. I want to say, even though it's not five to five, it's Friday. It's five to five. And it's Cracker Jack. Remember that one? Um, but it's not. It's actually 20 past three. So... That would probably have been, what was on TV at 20 past three? Can't remember, probably still the way home from school. So this episode will be called, I now know on this one, what it will be called before I've even started recording it, because I'm very aware that there is a need for a second episode, a second part um, to the part one, cleverly entitled Something or Other, Something or Other. So there was a Something or Other, Something or Other part one, this is now the something or other, something or other, part two, where I feel as though there is a need for a little bit of closure on a few items. A few items on the agenda. Oh, Jesus. Now, if we go across here, there's a family of three people with three large dogs, so I'm going to keep this open as I walk past, so hopefully we can manage that. See if it's one of them. Afternoon, hello. Hello. Hi. How are Come on, Ziggy, come on. Zig. That's a good boy. Come on then, Zig, that's it, come on. He's done well, he's a good sniff at one of them and then he's come on. Um, so, something other, something other parts two means we need to check on some pieces of information. Um, and I don't remember what was spoken about in half of these things, so I'm relying on going through, I'll say some notes, which makes it sound as though I keep notes. Of course I don't. Um, I'm actually going to go to text message. Draw up the ones from my assistant. <laughs> and so, let me have a little look. Let me look, see. Um, I think... Let me think. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure how far now we're going back. I think we're probably going as far as back as this one could be. Do we? Are we still going back as far as? Uh, okay, I think I'm going as far as back as um, mentioning briefly Pear Cyclopedia for what it's worth, starting in 1897. Um, apparently, they stopped being done in 2017, so quite recently they were still producing them. I'm interested to know how they're managing to produce those book-wise and whether or not it was all online and so on. And it also makes me think of things like Encarta. Of course, there was a time when people used to go house to house selling encyclopedias and they would cost thousands of pounds. Whereas this pear encyclopedia was, you know, a little book that had some core pieces of information in there um, you could consult. But yeah, selling Encyclopedia Botanica. wonder how many houses sell some of those on the shelves. Then they, uh, then I remember Encarta which was a CD, effectively a CD-ROM. You could then search and had an encyclopedic type stuff. Um, but still, already dated, so there's that one. I'm told that the Chuckle Brothers were indeed brothers. 
And again, I'm not sure how many episodes I'm going back to refer to here. It, and the fact that the real surname bizarrely isn't Truckle, that's not their given name, they're Elliot. Barry died in, in seven, sorry, died age 73. Goodness me, he's worth £20 million. Pounds. I guess that's a net worth of 20 million. So obviously there's money in, in this in this to you, to me, to me, to you. Um, so, you know, they, they were they were laughing all the way to the bank, as they say. Um, oh, there was some conversation about whether or not hands-free was legal or not, you know, how it's working. Um, yeah, hands-free legal now, but being talked about as distracting, so law may change. I'm very impressed with my assistant. I'm very concise with the answers here. So I was talking about whether or not having a hands-free kit um, is a believe is legal to speak completely hands-free whilst driving on the phone or recording or doing whatever i still think there's something about whether or not if you then are caught in an accident you may well be liable for some kind of dangerous driving or reckless driving but we still but it's being talked about as distracting so law may change again that will do for now on that one let's go a bit more up to date um there's an episode called 69A. This one I think predates something or other, something or other part one. Um, but I mentioned 69A, a shop on in that one in Liverpool. Interestingly, it's well since 1988, it's been at 75 Renshaw Street in Liverpool. So it must have been, yeah, when I was the, the story I tell in 69A, the episode would have been in about 2005. Um, Yes, and my assistant would love to know the reason that Byron was attracted to it. You'll need to listen to that episode to know what's being spoken about here. As would I, my assistant, as would I. Maybe we'll find out. I have sent the recording of the episode to the man in question, and he hasn't responded yet, so whether or not we'll get an answer, we, should, we get to find out. Um, and there's something here about... Uh, oh, I think there's an episode. <laughs> this now relates to... The episode where it's insert swear word here, I think it's 72 maybe, it gets rather chaotic. It's the one where there's both Connie and Freya in the car and Connie asks the question of when um, when my dad first met Connie. So referring back to a diary entry, it was Sunday the 20th of October and it was in Northwood where we, where we were living at the time and we still live in a different house now but still in Northwood. And uh, that would have been two days after Connie's birth. So that one. Changing topic completely. If you Google B&Q, it gets you the B&Q stroke DIY website. Google DIY gives local general websites, including B&Q. Yeah, but I believe they have the DIY.com domain. I'm not sure what B&Q.com is. I've not looked that up. I could do it very easily, couldn't I? And I'm not driving at the moment. I could do very easily, and I'm choosing not to. Uh, but anyway, there's that one. Um, I think we are leaving on this bit and going up to... Okay, in another episode somewhere, either in one of these episodes or in... Um, oh, well, I know on LinkedIn and Instagram I've been just talking a bit about this Go Luck Yourself uh, project in its broadest sense. Whether or not on this particular episode or somewhere here on this podcast, I must have talked about Sturcus Accidit or Sturcus Acadit, and I wasn't sure whether or not that was genuine Latin. Uh, possibly it does appear to be Latin, and Sturcus is excrement or dung 
or waste product from the bowel, all of which is the same. So yes, that'll be the shit then. And obviously accident must be some kind of happens because the phrase means shit happens or is used in that way. Uh, and then finally, possibly bring us up to maybe just this last episode where I make reference to, I want to say Sir Robin Williams, but he never became a knight. I think he was a very accomplished actor. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we're kind of giving away who my assistant may well be on this occasion. Um, this person saying, yeah, true regarding Robin Williams, I think in terms of generally finding them uh, not that appealing, apart from in Dead Poet Society is a very, um, what's the word, inspiring film. Yeah, it's got a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for Good Will Hunting. He uh, did commit suicide, hung himself. He was 60, he's just 63. It's amazing. I would imagine he'd been older than that, but still. Um, and then we're just doing, I'll just read it as it's here. Driving home, Chris Rea, I'll be home. Many singers, first being Do or Not Do, No Try, Yoda, Stroke Star Wars, and No Reason Found for High Wickham. Boom, nice and concise, nice and straightforward, lots dealt with there. That's what we do. That pretty much, I think, rounds up a lot of the um, loose ends regarding something or other, something or other, part one. Now, with that, because we're approaching more dogs, I'm going to pause and then we'll continue something else after the break. But that's the first part of something or other, something or other, part two, which is part one of that part two. That makes sense. Anyway, bye-bye for now. Oh, so those two dogs went past without too much event. It's very, very muddy around here now. It's, uh, it's how I can remember these woods in terms of, you know, from now to probably about January, February, March, it just stays very wet and muddy, it seems to be. So even if Ziggy's not going into any water, I can just see him over there now. He's walking through a lot of mud. It's all very wet, so he's going to get home and be rather wet. And he had a, had a bath yesterday, I believe. I wasn't the one to give it to him. So he was a little bit cleaner yesterday and he's going to be manky again because that's the nature of it, isn't it? So this final part then, I don't know where I'm going with this bit. Um, let me see what I'm drawn to. Um, so it's Friday afternoon, as I've said. Been quite a busy week in different ways. Um, I think I'm going to say a little bit about LinkedIn. Don't know what I'm going to say about it yet. So LinkedIn being the social networking website, social networking app phenomenon, whatever it might be. And interestingly, as I say that, I look down at the phone and I get two alerts. Um, one from somebody just saying, got a new connection because I had made a connection with this person. And therefore, it's very interesting. So the reason I was going to talk about LinkedIn anyway was, was related to what's being said on one of these alerts, if that makes sense. So... I've got to do this thing again. Zig! This way! <whistles> um, I think he's going to come back. Um, because, yes, so the two alerts. One is, is basically confirming the connection that I had requested with this person. And in a message then saying, um, asking me basically, was I on something called what she's calling the Social Tree webinar today? And the answer is yes. So I'm going to say yes to that one as we speak. So we'll see what that brings back. So she was also on this webinar. So Social Tree, or it seems to be they're called Social Tree Global. So the reason why it's quite helpful for me to talk this through 
whether it's on a podcast or not, but if it wasn't a podcast, I wouldn't be walking through the woods just talking out loud to myself. But I do think this helps me kind of make sense of that webinar because that was basically what I was doing just prior to coming to doing this walk. And he's gone off again. I, Ziggy has. I'm going to stop and hope he comes back. Um, because this is a company that made contact with me, and I now can't even remember the specific details of how the contact was made. I'm assuming they requested to get in touch with me and I accepted that connection and they followed it up with conversation. This is now come on. Ziggy! Well, he goes off complete and I can't see him, but I'm just concerned he's hassling somebody. Another dog. Here he comes again. Hello, Zig. Let's go this way through the trees. Um, and so, yeah, I had a conversation with him, let's say, a week or more ago. That had led to him saying, well, the next step is you're welcome to join this webinar that he was running today. Um, that in a minute, I'd probably try and find out what the name of the webinar, at least, was called. So I would say two of the key things that he and his company would be talking about would be... Um, possibly digital branding could be one of the phrases they use social selling could be another phrase they use and it's all really geared around LinkedIn so it's really without me going to check what the name of the webinar was or other words being put into everyday non-jargony language it's about encouraging younger people to engage meaningfully on social media like LinkedIn, given that, generally speaking, young people, kids today, teenagers, adolescents, and then young adults, students, type age people, are typically very active on social media, and that would, in this day and age, it's always changing, would probably be Instagram at the moment, perhaps even TikTok. I get a sense that's younger than that, but I may be wrong. I need to know that Freya's not going into it and she's 13. Um, but it may well be TikTok, Instagram, I suspect still Facebook, that may be less so. What else is there? Um, am I forgetting something else there? Something obvious? Twitter? But I think, again, that's not really that age. Um, and so what this guy and this company is trying to do, and this guy himself is relatively young, I think it's his own company set up, is to generally help people engage better with what he's calling digital branding, social selling, which is increasingly, when you put yourself out there on this kind of social media, then you can you do that in an effective way so that, you know, you've got... It's basically, that is your branding. It is your, I could call it, like, you know, your, your personal PR. It's putting what's out to the world, what you would like people to know about you. Um, and LinkedIn is very much the professional network for that. Yet I think it's something about blurring that and being more of yourself in that kind of context rather than just putting out what you think should be put out there. And I think of a very personal experience. So out of the last few weeks, probably pretty much during lockdown two, um, and a little bit before that, but more so over the last month or so, I have been engaging more with LinkedIn and indeed Instagram. And in both ways, you know, being, being more, I'm using the word authentic, um, being less concerned about, oh, I'm not going to put that out there because that, that, that's a little bit you know, unflattering. 
or a little bit, um, I don't know, whimsical, or on LinkedIn it needs to be more professional perhaps and focused and that kind of thing. Uh, but I genuinely think actually people start to engage more when you're being um, more open, more of yourself and so on. And at the same time, how that links with your you know, the work that you do. And, and yeah, I would say my work is very much based around that. So anyway, so when he got in touch about one sort of kind of conversation, I was very happy to do that. Very happy to then sign up for a free webinar today, which I then joined. And I don't know if there's that much on it. It's hard to know, but um, given the little chat function on there, there's a small number of people engaging that, myself included which gave me the impression it wouldn't have been lots of people on there. Um, but what they're after, really, from, from me and people like me, is, so again, what sort of words they would use, they would talk about people who actually to be some kind of partnership, those who are working in education, particularly, you know, in some kind of role that may be able to engage students, typically undergraduate students, that's typically, uh, 18, 19 year olds to your young 20s, late 20s maybe, these days age. Um, typically, you know, you know, typical students from all ages, but I mean, that's an art game there. Um, and try to engage a group of students to really explore what they have to offer this country, which is um, courses, programs, support to help people manage their digital economy social selling, how they engage with LinkedIn in a meaningful way, putting oneself out there, because it does increasingly to be the platform in which you make those kinds of professional connections, you might then get job offers, and so on and so forth. Um, back to you because you'll get home and then you'll stay at home while your mother, your actual mother obviously, and I go food shopping still. It's too late. So we'll speed up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so it's about, I don't think it's fun. This is the other one, maybe it is. We have to do this. Not with me anyway, because I'm going to have to wait. It's useful me to reflect on these things. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm all on for this. I'm, I'm, so, yeah, I'm happy to work with it in any way that makes sense. There'll be something where about onboarding people, these are all getting terminology you get in business. Um, but getting people on board for this. So in the ideal world, I will tell students and colleagues about the possibility where the students are interested in improving their skills on things like LinkedIn. It's more than just skills and uploading TVs and so on. It's how you meaningfully engage with them. Um, so I think I have been doing that few more and more meaningful over the last month or so. So it's about putting content out there, statements, posts out, topics of what we're doing, the thinking about, the phrase that we use we thought leadership, but particularly much academics and people are doing work in certain areas. You, know, you put ideas out there that hopefully people will be attracted to, they'll like, they'll support, they'll reshare, and you're getting your name out there and opportunities arise. In fact, that's what that's what I'm, I'm finding. This whole conversation, this webinar with this guy, came about because of me doing more of that. The meeting I had in the before that, so now with having all on Zoom or Microsoft Teams or whatever else has been done, you can go from one meeting to the other one straight away. There's no travel time between them. But a meeting before that was with somebody who, again, I've made connection with because they've been interesting and they're in your secondary or third degree network. 
on these kinds of things you can connect with them and um, so they were working on I think a company called Quinpoon and a particular piece of software or, or app whatever it might be resource it's called Q and it's about again helping quickly sort of adolescents with a whole range of um, psychological, psychological elements and self-awareness um, with link to well-being and mental health and actually it's not dissimilar it's about you know, it's linking to careers guidance so it's about providing support using the kind of digital media we now have available to us to help you know kids young people today manage all this stuff particularly in this ever-changing world that has gone through a very recent change an ongoing change of Covid and its impact economically and so on and so forth. So it's all, all done very serious but also very, very important and it's quite seen to kind of explore these things and both of those projects were broadly aligned with the kind of work we might do for this new centre for positive psychology. I must have mentioned already. If I haven't, well there you go, I mentioned it for the first time. I think I must have mentioned it at some point. Um, and if not, I will I will be so maybe the next episode can be all about the centre. And he said that, let's not commit to it. We'll be, the middle of the next episode, there will be an episode where I'll talk more about centre positive psychology and something we're doing. We're working on developing. And I think next year it will be something that will be more evident as a real entity that maybe has a physical location in the university and so on. Um, but given that's going to involve promoting what it is we're doing, engaging people, uh, building a network professionally around what we've already got as a formal employee, then I think we have skills and techniques and insights that I can pick up from working with this company would um, be quite valuable. So it's kind of working with the like an ambassador that access to their expertise and links and so on and uh, part of it is you know promotion so what would typically happen then what you might expect in early 2021 is some of this being spoken about specifically on linkedin so if you're not on linkedin you don't know about it um anybody listening now in the future who is engaged with linkedin then you have some idea what to talk about anywho with all that in mind i'm now heading back to the house a bit of a stretch back through the woods and through the golf course and so on. But by which time I hope I'm from back and we can get Tommy from school. We'll all bring out there, we'll also be home. And then what will probably happen, we'll ask if they want to come with us to go food shopping. If they won't want to, so we'll leave Fred with Tommy and food shopping. Nick out to the old Aldi. Food, get home and settle in the evening. Uh, we're going to go this way, I think, where he's gone. Uh, but that sounds like fun, and it is, and it's pretty for the evening, that'd be quite nice. And then this coming weekend, here, to this one, is locally known as Matt Weekend. A weekend on which we teach MSC Applied Positive Psychology, known as the Matt, M A P P. So that's tomorrow and Sunday, all online. So there's no need to be anywhere. Um, 
Um, so it's all online. Um, so I don't need to go anywhere. That said, on Saturday, tomorrow, um, I may well, reminds me, I need to do something again. I've probably sent a link again to people and have conversations. So, um, it's kind of, don't prepare as well as I might. I think we'll all be fine, and I don't, I as far as anxious I would in the past about all this. I suddenly realised I've got one or two things I need to do to prepare for that. You know, runs off onto the golf course. So with that in mind, I don't know where he's gone. I'll say bye-bye for now. Hope that's sufficient. And this is for this episode. Something or other, something or other parts two. Uh, Ziggy chases. Zig! Alright. This way, Zig. Come on, Ziggy. Ziggy! Come on, that's it, come on. a bit longer. Um, oh, bugger, he's now going to other fucking dogs. It's mental. Who wouldn't have reacted to getting things to you? It's calm down when it's a lot. It's really hard. You all have to play all the time. You've got to get two great dogs that kind of wind up, wind up, wind their armors or something. Uh, anyway, this episode now seems to be just descending into pretty much tedium, so I'm going I'm to stop recording. I will publish it. Uh, you can obviously choose not to listen to it, and I'm impressed to anybody who gets to this bit. And therefore, the final nugget of information, this final part, is apparently, I didn't know this for sure, but someone told me today, it's lucky to see a chimney sweep, a chimney sweep brush appearing at the top of a chimney. Did you know that? You're not going to be a sign of good luck? Well, nor did I. I do now, and so do you. And with that, I shall say, bon voyage, and see you, not quite see you, but you'll hear me on the next episode, if you choose to listen. Bye.